Hey teachers, my name is Adva Hanan. I am obsessed with everything early childhood education and supporting you through your teaching career. I help you feel supported, encouraged, and continue learning throughout your time inside the classroom. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators are supported and guided throughout their classroom experience. Classroom management, teacher burnout, and distance learning are all topics we cover here. So get ready to learn, to grow and become the best teacher you've always dreamed of being. Let's make an impact together. Have you ever wanted a community of early childhood teachers who can bounce ideas, support through the tough times, and learn with you? I am super excited to share that in honor of this podcast launch, I am reopening the cart to Learning Blocks membership. For those who are new to me, This is one of my favorite offers. Learning Blocks membership is a place for early childhood teachers who are looking to grow, to become their best teacher selves, and feel supported all while making a difference in the next generation. I am offering you, my amazing, wonderful listeners, the founder's rate. So if this sounds like something you're craving, you can find the link in the show notes below or message me directly with any questions. Let's get this show on the road. Welcome back. I am so happy you are here with me again. So last week we talked about asking for help and the importance of asking for help. This week we're talking about tip number two, which is self-care. And I can assume that so many of you right now are rolling your eyes at me and saying, oh my God, Adva, I've heard this 7 million times. I know self-care is important. We got to do it, blah, 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 blah. Am I right? So I'm going to be really honest with you. When I first heard the term self-care and heard the idea of what self-care is, I was like, I can take care of myself. I'm fine. And then I got into the teaching world, and I had terrible sleeping habits. I got sick every two weeks, and I didn't eat properly at all in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know about you, but, like, I don't call that self-care. So I'm really talking to all teachers, but specifically new teachers who are coming in after being in college, who are used to going out over weekends or going out during the week and partying and doing whatever else. And that's college life and it's super fun, but it stops when you start teaching. And I mean, it doesn't have to completely stop. Because I think everybody deserves to have fun and to enjoy themselves once in a while. Um, But if you party during the week and are not focused on yourself and your students, um, yeah, you're not teaching. (laughs) It's just not going to be a productive uh, time. So what I would do... Um, in terms of self-care, is number one, make yourself a priority. So that means that 
you get enough sleep. That means that you're eating properly. That means that you're moving your body every day, working out 30 minutes every single day. And if, if you know me and you're listening to this, you know that I am a ginormous fan of Rachel Hollis. And she always says, move your body, change your mind. And in all honesty, it works. When I used to be really upset about something that happened at work, I used to go and work out right after. And I got to tell you, the difference between my mood before the workout and after my my workout is insane. It's such a great stress relief. It's also just good for your body. So self-care is something that you're going to hear a lot in your teaching career, but it's also something that so many people throw into the mix but don't actually take seriously. And I've learned the hard way. And what I mean by that is not only was my first year um, exhausting because I didn't sleep and I didn't eat the proper foods and I, I got sick all the time. Aside from that, I am the kind of teacher who loves to work and see my kids transform into these amazing human beings but I also am the kind of teacher who will put everybody else in front and save me for last and my body has started reacting in ways that are not pleasant for me so when I say that my body reacts I mean if I'm not taking care of myself If I'm going to sleep too late, if I'm not eating healthy, if I'm not working out, or if I'm just not taking care of me in general, um, my body either reacts with a migraine, and my migraines last between three and four days, or my body reacts by getting sick, which a lot of times happens, or it reacts by just being so tired and so drained that I just don't have the energy to do what I need to do during the day. So these are all ways that my body reacts to my inability to take care of myself. And so that's why I stress to any and all teachers to put themselves first for once. I know that's really hard, especially when you have a family at home and you have students that are counting on you and you have parents and administrators and what I get it. It's really hard, but I'm actually recording this on Teacher Appreciation Week during a quarantine, and I think that it's so important for teachers to practice self-care It not only teaches you to practice self-care, but if you have a kid at home or two or three, however many kids you might have at home, it teaches your child that you take care of yourself and therefore they should take care of themselves. And at school, it it teaches your students to also take care of themselves. It teaches them good habits. So why not instill those habits into your students and into your own kids and At the end of the day, it'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel like you're more productive. It it will make you feel like you have more energy for your kids and your students and your family. 
Why not? How bad can it be? I know that there are a lot of excuses out there. I don't have time. There's too much on my plate. I'm so stressed out. I know. I've been there. I've given those excuses. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. So next time, I want to be talking about my third tip, and that's a mentor. And I truly believe that if I had had a mentor in my first years of teaching, I would have been a better teacher then. I'm not saying that my fails, my failures, and my my mistakes didn't get me to where I am today because they did. But even with a mentor, you can still make mistakes, and that's okay as long as you learn from them. So next time, we're going to talk about mentors and why mentors are important, especially when you're first coming into your teaching career. And I hope that you take this self-care bit, um, this self-care episode seriously and you consider doing something for you. And honestly, take it slowly, one day at a time, one thing at a time. Take it slowly. So thank you for joining me again this week. I really appreciate all of your, all of you guys listening to me. Um, and I hope that I can make a difference in your lives as teachers with some of these tips and tricks. Um, and I will see you next week.